Alright, hello John, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Like I told you before we started recording, went to McDonald's, they didn't have any spicy nuggets, it made me mad, I had to settle for regular nuggets, because I, I, I swear, those spicy nuggets, way better than the regular ones. I, I am not a huge fan of spicy nuggets generally, I've not tried the McDonald's ones. The Wendy's ones are, they're strange to me. I'm not a big fan of them. Yeah, I, I don't really like the, the Wendy's ones either, so. I, f I rarely ever get nuggets from McDonald's because my standard McDonald's order is um uh the buttermilk chicken and a quarter pounder for later, double quarter pounder for later. Or if I'm or if I'm uh gonna get really drunk later, I always add on two McChickens so I can go and then I can eat the McChickens later when I'm drunk and I'm hungry. Man, you can actually order as many McChickens as you want, uh, and just save them for later because McDonald's food microwaves and it it is just the same food as when you got it fresh. True. True. <laughs> spitting, spitting right now. The, the, the strongest evidence that McDonald's is not real food is how easy it is to heat it back up and have it be fresh again. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, the exception being the fries, because there's no—I don't think there's any way to save fries when they go cold. Yeah, it makes me sad. Uh, I, it occurred to me that um today might qualify as our Halloween episode. Whoa. Uh. Or the, the yeah, because we took a break off uh this past week, right, to catch up. Yeah. And I believe that uh as we sit and speak, this episode is supposed to drop on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Which is almost a full week before Halloween, but the the next one after that is is November first. And it doesn't strike me as right to have the Halloween episode be uh after Halloween, so I guess this is technically the, the our most Halloween adjacent episode. Yeah. Well, uh, happy Halloween, listeners. Uh, ha happy Halloween, everybody. The, the content's kind of fitting for for a Halloween episode. So yeah, we got some clown shit going on we do. Uh, this week. I feel like getting getting to the content in less in under three minutes is like insane for us, but I think that we which is why segued in. No, which is why we're gonna uh -oh. we're gonna we're gonna take a we're gonna take a halt. We're we're, yes. we're we're gonna discuss something else. Um, I don't know what we're gonna discuss. I got a Fago sitting here. Uh, oh. <laughs> okay. I I I don't know what I did to make it happen, but but all of a sudden, my grandparents are just like buying me Fago. I didn't ask for it. They know. They know. They just associate it with me. Like, uh, I, I went I went back to my grandparents' house to, like, visit for the weekend because my birthday is on the 24th and my cousin was going to come up. So I wanted to, like, go down and visit my grandparents, like, the weekend before so I could, like, do birthday stuff with them. And the first thing they say to me when I walk in the door is, we bought you a 12-pack of Fago. They're in the fridge. Fucked. And I was like, I was like, that, why? I I didn't ask for it. I didn't ask they know. for this. They fucking know. Hi, John's grandparents. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's twisted. It, it's, it's pretty uh, fucking twisted. I should have honestly had the idea to, to pick up some Fago for this one. Um, but it, it, I didn't think of it and it's not. I don't. I don't like it very much anyway. So it's, I don't really care. It's never too late to like 
get some. Like, it's always I mean, going to be appropriate. I mean, I could switch to recording on my phone and go over to the convenience store, but I don't think they have any. Uh, they don't have any? And that any? seems like a bit of... Uh, I'm not... I don't usually buy bottles of soda. Um, like... I, I try to cut the... Like, if I get fast food, I'll usually get soda with my meal. But I don't like to be in the habit of just getting bottles of it because yeah. I it's it's bad for me. Yeah. And also in Philadelphia we have like a tax on it, and so it is absurdly expensive. Um, so, so I don't usually get soda, but I'm pretty sure that Fago is a pretty rare sight uh, around these parts. That's fucked. Whenever I, whenever I see Fago in the wild, it stands out to me. We have Fago like all over the place here. Like I've seen it at like every gas station. Every convenience store, it, it's this is it's kind of widespread. Further evidence of how fucked up the South is. Like, like my uh my hometown, which is really small. Like, I live in the middle of fucking nowhere, and our local grocery store, which I it, it's called Ingles. I I know I I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm pretty sure it's like a have not. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's like either just a South thing or just a South Carolina thing, but. They they have Fago. They like have like multiple flavors of Fago, and it's scary because I live in the middle of nowhere, and it feels wrong that they stock it. This is some kind of fucked up destiny thing. <laughs> I don't like this. Um. Okay. Anyway, we're over five minutes again now, so I think that we've we've hit our uh, mandated amount of bullshit. You're right. Uh. You you said that you don't like Fago. But you know, I do not really like Fago. You know who does like Fago? Gamzy. Uh, I can. Ga- <laughs> I can yeah, yeah. G- Gamzy that likes guy. Fago, and that's our segue into the reading. Yeah, we have a um, abnormally contiguous reading here. Uh, we have like I- instead of having like five different things that are happening, we have like two. Yeah. And most of it is the clown shit. Um. So I'm not sure how long it's going to take us to get in to get through all this. But I'm going to just kick it off and uh, see where it takes us. Okay. Yeah, so last time uh, we left off after Aridan and Solux had their big fight. Uh, Kanaya and Feferi were killed in the, in the aftermath as Solux was knocked out. And to make matters worse, uh, Gamzee has awakened to his, his, his um, I don't want to say his destiny necessarily, but he is come to terms with his ancestry and is now in the role of a horrible murder clown. Yes. He's he's going absolutely silly. He's entered <laughs> silly mode. Yes. Um and Carcat uh is scared for his life and it seems to be taking this very very seriously for good reason. So we up open up uh Carcat opening yet another memo. Uh Probably his last one, as he notes here. Um, just trying to warn all of the all of his friends in the past. Uh, Gamzee's on the loose. Uh, look out for that guy. Um, just in the hopes that anything could be done to avert this yeah, situation. He's like freaking out. Like, yeah. Poor Carcat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. He's very shaken. Um. He gets a reply first from past Gamzee, which it, it's, it's got to be just horrible yeah. uh, to be in the situation. 
Um, past Gamzy is 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 past Gamzy. He's not very aware. He's pretty stoned. Um, the he gets a response from past Fafari, uh, which is just like oof. Yeah, rip. Absolutely twisted. Yeah, I started to look at this reading a little bit, or like this whole sequence is like. Um, I know that we talked about, uh, when, it, when Vriska gets the shit beaten out of her, uh, you referred to that as, like, where Vriska has gotten what is coming to her and can now be a character. Yeah. I, obviously, Karkat is a little bit less extreme, uh, but I saw this whole sequence as, like, Karkat's failures as a leader catching up to him. Yeah. Uh, and him getting his comeuppance for that, and I think that at this point, Karkat has become a much more sympathetic character than he usually is. If that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the being, like, almost literally haunted by the ghost of a, of a fairy while her body is feet from him is a little bit fucked up. Um, Aridan also replies to this, uh, and is just, as always, is being Aridan. Um, the, <laughs> he tries to get Karkat to pass on, it looks like he's trying to get Karkat to get past Karkat to hit on him. It's so, it's or, so fucked. It <laughs> it's so stupid. I hate Aridan. This guy. Um, it, it, it's very typical, but it's, it's almost a new low for him. Yeah. It sucks so bad. Um, and throughout all this, Karkat is kind of having a meltdown and, uh, is uh, very upset about what's going on around him. And it ends up, and it all ends with, uh, future Gamzy, 42 hours, or 42 minutes from then, uh, replying to the memo, um, making a bunch of death threats, uh, and saying, hey, I know where you are, and Karkat freaks out and closes the memo. Yeah. I'd say... But besides the ending of it, one of the one of the most the more haunting things uh, uh, of this little bit is when Karkat says, "Remember what he did to the Black King." Nobody could explain it, and then he just went to sp- back to spacing out for the rest of the battle. I mean, seriously, what the fuck was that? Like, we didn't see the battle with the Black King, and we know that the Black King was like massive because of yeah. uh, Fefri's lessus. So. This, like, allusion to, like, Gamzee being, like, super powerful, even, like, when he's not god-tier, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's scary. Yeah, uh, outscaling even Vriska's attack, when Vriska was god-tier at this point. Yeah. Horrifying. Um, I, I kind of wish that we had gotten to see that before, uh, but even without that be w- without us having seen that previously... It's it, it kind of ties in with uh, even the other character. This story took this character as a joke, and now he is very much an existential threat. Uh, so I think it uh secures it a little bit, and both the the characters and the readers are caught off guard by this. Yeah. Um. Car- so yeah, Carter closed out the memo. Uh, and we we cut to Terezi, uh, who is just been surprised by the corpse of Tavros landing uh, right next to her. Uh, he's extremely dead. 
he's so fucking dead. <laughs> it's, it cannot be understated how dead this man is. Um, Drizzy is upset by this revelation, uh, but not too upset. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard to tell how Terezi really feels about this. Because, mm-hmm. like, her and Tavros ki- kind of have a history with the with the the history with flarping, but yeah. Even then, it's I don't know. It's hard to get a yeah. read on how Terezi feels. Thirty three sixty three is, is the page where I'm like struggling the most with where, uh, it, the narrative the narr the the narration um is like conveying like yeah Terezi is upset and there's there's grief here. Uh, but even in her in her monologue, if that's what this is, she's calling him names. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to get it. Yeah, it's really hard to get a read on. And even more confusingly, after this single page of uh, Terezi attempting to be somber, um, she starts uh, larping around like a crime scene detective. <laughs> yeah. And just absolutely not respecting uh, Tavros and his death. I think that the, the amount that this comic does not respect uh, Tavros' dead body is something with the with Vriska pulling out his severed legs uh, right before murdering him, and now this. It's the it's quite a thread. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Terezi does this little LARP where she pretends to be a crime scene investigator. Uh dusts for prints, sifts around for clues, uh, smushes her, one of their, um, what do you call these guys? One of the plushies, uh, on his face. Um, just in, (laughs) not the kind of things that I would expect someone who was grieving over the loss of a friend to do. Yeah. Generally. Uh, but it's kind of hard not to laugh at, given how m- much of a shitter Tavros is and was in the last couple appearances he had as an alive person. Yeah, I like. I want to feel bad that Tavros got killed like that, but man, the narrative really doesn't want me to feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the Jade thing. It's also like the. I don't want to say that it's, like, intentional to line up, but, um, Terezi outlining his body in the, in the jade green chalk feels fitting. Yeah. In a way. Uh, there's another one of these, uh, skip way, way, way ahead things that is annoying to be there in the first read, and I want to say, like, Viz Media deal with this some better way. Uh, but besides that, um... Terezi does a lot of theatrics to, and before ultimately concluding, the only person who would have done this is Vriska, uh, and I'm just having fun pretending it could have been anybody else. Um, she goes to attempt to revive Tavros' dream self. Uh, <laughs> it, she's not very happy about ha- try- having to do this. Um, and as she... Uh, I don't know what adverb to use here... Uh, she resigns herself to the task, and as she does this at the same time, Carcat uh, attempts to also revive Kanaya's corpse uh, with a kiss. Poor Carcat. Neither of them succeed. What? I feel so bad for Carcat. <laughs> Poor Carcat. 
he's actually crying yeah. too. Terezi's all cried out after uh the day the Doom Dave incident. This is this just gotta suck for Carcat. What a whirlwind of events. Um they both fail because both of both uh Kanaya and Tavros's dream selves were killed when Prospect was destroyed. Um we get our uh we get our Rufio interstice. Uh these these type of sequences are just becoming more and more prevalent and becoming harder and harder to wrangle with the actual canon of the comic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um the the Rufio page where he gets stabbed. This is from Hook, a movie I've not seen. I've seen it. I I think it's good. I I know a lot of people think it's not good, but I think it's really good. As someone who's never seen the movie, the, the out of context scene is very confusing. Um, but yeah, it links a YouTube video of the scene from the movie it's referencing. Uh, and I just want to note that the the pinned comment on yeah. that video is an yeah. unlisted video. Yeah, it says, "I have no idea what Homestuck is, but I'm keeping this video up because it's obviously important to you people," which I love. Chat move. <laughs> Shout out, uh, who, who's the guy who has this channel? Brett Druck. Shout out, Brett. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks for keeping some of these YouTube links intact. Um, it's also, the, the other funny thing on the, the YouTube page is that there's a very high density of comments from 2016 from people who are very obviously reading for the first time. Yeah. Which I think is sweet. Uh, the number of comments that are, like, uh, there's a couple comments that are, like, um, anyone else really sad about Tavros and Kanaya and Feferi is, like, very cute to me. Um, and I think it's cool that people, obviously at this point, uh, if, if you're on this video commenting, uh, about poor Kanaya being dead in 2016, you're a first-time reader, I think that's beautiful. <laughs> But yeah, uh, this this sequence in comic, uh, Rufio is killed. Um, Andrew Hussey uh, makes another appearance um, to mourn Rufio, who apparently now exists in the same universe as this comic, uh, for real. Uh, <laughs> tries to kiss him, gives him a gives him a nice big kiss on the lips, and we scroll down about a mile's worth of this is stupid. It's great, great sequence. Why not? It's 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 pretty good. Why don't we see what John's up to? Uh, before we before we see what John's up to, I just want to say there, uh, Dante Basco who plays Rufio in in Hook, yes. uh, he is a Homestuck fan, and he did I I think he did a stream or he recorded himself like getting to this part and like reacting to it, and I don't I don't know if it's still up anywhere, but it, it it's a funny video, and I I've not seen that. I don't know how he feels about it. Because like I, I it, it's it must be like a weird thing to react to, like you playing an actor. I mean, I mean you playing a character in a movie in it that is being macked on by the author of a web comic. It's kind of a loaded setup. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, I did he did nobody show this to him at first? I'm sure that people sent this to him when it happened. Yeah, pro- hold on. Let me- Maybe. <laughs> uh, we can we can put a 
pin in this and then do uh, extracurricular research on it and come back to it later. Um, but yeah, uh, the, <laughs> the, these sequences are getting very difficult to wrangle with the canon. Uh, I know, as you mentioned uh, not too long ago, Especially because as we zoom out to John, we can see that he can he can see this happening. Yeah, it's, and it is evident. It's evidently like part of the universe. So much to unpack, implications everywhere. So yes, um, absolutely. Also, just in general, uh, Hussey being a real character in the comic, uh, and his recap appearances existing to serve a purpose besides that like you can see events happening and like he's in places yeah so this, this is just bizarre this in the this goes with the 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 riding falcor and vomiting on bullies thing but yeah um anyways so we go back to see what john is up to uh he's wandering around the battlefield with his good buddy wv um, and he just happens to stumble upon a wallet, and who else's but it's his dad's wallet. Um, he finds a note in it, and, uh, a, a government, government-mandated, uh, June thoughts. It's, it strikes me as weird, in reading this in 2020, and the dramatic irony of, like, all of dad's notes to John, to the Egbert child being, like, very like there's a lot of emphasis placed on the masculine elements of it yeah um i i just wanted to say that uh it's it's yeah one of those things that you read this in 2010 and 2011 and it's like whatever it's like oh dad's 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 dad yeah but now it's it, it's like it sticks out like a sore thumb yeah interesting that you point that out i'm nodding <laughs> Okay. Um but yeah, it's there. This is lost on the Egbert child uh at this point in time. Um regardless. Uh so John resumes and uh goes to examine the contents of the of Dad's wallet. And boy howdy. Uh, boy howdy. <laughs> boy fucking it... howdy. <laughs> I love Dad. Um it's it contains a, a ton of shaving cream. Uh, a shitload of, lot of stuff, shitload of pipes, shitload of hats, shitload of shoes, uh, a, a, sh- a, a fuck ton of razors, uh, Cirque du Soleil tickets, uh, and apparently about ten tons of, ch- of, uh, pipe tobacco. And a lighter. Just um, one. There's a bunch of, just this the one. There's a bunch of photos of, uh, of John's childhood, which are adorable. And a couple of uh, wallet photos of comedians he's a fan of. Uh, there's a Jeff, there's a Jeff Foxworthy uh, photo that stumped me 20, 28, 27 odd episodes ago. Yeah. Um. But yeah, lots of lots of fatherly things in in this wallet. Uh. Uh. Just a spare car as well. Yeah. Uh. One thing that that I just want to like call out. Uh, the, there, there's a callback, uh, w, uh, WV attempts to eat the, the shaving cream and the, which is a callback to, to him drinking tab for the first time. And unfortunate news, everybody Coke. has announced that they're discontinuing tab, uh, good riddance pain. 
like good riddance, I guess, but like pain in the Homestuck sense. Yeah, Tab being in the comic is really enhanced by Tab being a real soda that exists and sucks. Yeah. Sad, sad to see it go. Uh, we'll not miss drinking it, but <laughs> it, it'll suck to you know every no longer have that experience of like every five or so years just randomly encountering Tab in a grocery store. Or a convenience store or something, and being like, "Oh, that's the Homestuck soda. I I don't want to buy any because it's bad." <laughs> um, in I was gonna say in uh in five years we can look forward to Fago being canceled, but it sounds like gonna, it's doing. That's not sounds happen. like it's alive and well uh in South Carolina. <laughs> but yeah, uh, wallet contents, um. Spare car, uh, and a, and a laptop, a, the the Crosby top. Very interesting. It's here. Very interesting. The, this is the first time we've seen this with with the humans. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's here. Um. Also, the, the the important thing is that this gives John a, a a resource to connect to the internet and talk to his friends again because uh, since uh his ascension and his primary self's death on Land of Wind and Shade, uh, he's not talked to anybody, so he's just kind of been wandering around the battlefield with no internet access. Which is just a horrible fate. True. Um, my computer wants me to install Windows Update. No. Uh, lost my train of thought there. Uh, John is interrupted by his, John's perusal of his father's belongings interrupted by WV, who is... Assume the driver's seat of the car and is honking the horn at him. He he looks adorable sitting there behind the wheel. It's, it's so funny. The the this panel is one of those panels that's like been memed or that was memed a lot in the day. Uh just stick whoever you want behind the wheel of that car and you have a, you got yourself a <laughs> get in losers meme. That was a big one. But yeah, uh WV is uh, perhaps thematically appropriately honking the horn at him. Um, John <laughs> gives his eyes a big old roll and uh, gets in <laughs> to join uh, his new friend. He buckles up, which is like... John buckle up is like one of my favorite reaction images. I, I've used it so many times since I started <laughs> reading Homestuck. Because it just it, it fits. It, it's it, also just adorable. Yeah, it's um, good. The I love that uh John is now like functionally immortal um and has god powers and you know he's still gonna sit down to buckle up and WV uh also does. It's very, very cute. Um yeah, WV unfortunately cannot drive and does not have the keys, so John instead just uses his magical wind powers to propel him up into the sky. Uh, and as as they as they lift off, uh, we see in the background of the clouds again Gamzee's eye beholding uh, the creation of Jade Sprite. Nightmare. Just as a reminder that the clown stuff is going on. The, the also another link to Sweet Bro and Hello Jeff. Um, did we did we? talk about the the connection last time with are you next yeah you you brought it up okay okay i just i wasn't sure and i want to be sure but yeah this is another uh another one we have lived off i don't know what this one is supposed to mean 
<laughs> but it's there. Uh, John, uh, with his, uh, regained, uh, Pestershem access, uh, goes ahead and messages Jade, and they do some catching up. Um, unfortunately, this is a bit of a prior Jade, um, she's not, this is Jade before the conversation she had with, uh, Kanaya we saw last time. Uh, she's still waiting on Dave to build up her house so they can set up the lab at the top of it. Um, but they have, they, nonetheless, it's a cute little conversation. Um, they catch up, uh, update each other on where they've been. Um, they, they, John brings up having seen Jade Sprite briefly, uh, in the clouds, um, at which Jade expresses, uh, disgust and doesn't really want to talk about it. Which, Understandably. Yes. Um, John foreshadows uh, Jade being in a dress like his favorite Japanese mangas, uh, surrounded by frogs. <laughs> I think that John being a weeaboo is, like, really underutilized, uh, but, it, like, it's so... It's so present, but it's just not, like, ever relevant. What, what, do, we, I, what do we think John's favorite anime is? Ah, oh, fuck. Uh, 20, 2010? I don't... 2009? I don't know. Um... I just want to de default to Death Note, because that's a really popular 2000s pick. I was gonna say, what's something with ghosts in it? Um... Does Soul Eater have say, ghosts in it? It does, but I don't think John would like Soul Eater very much. I've never seen Soul I, Eater, so I, I did <laughs> I, I, I guess Tangent. Soul Eater is one of those things that's like... All the designs are really cool. It's got a really cool aesthetic, but, like, it just sort of sucks in, like, anime ways. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't think that John, I don't think it would be a John media. It's too, like, 2000s anime misogynistically minded okay. for him. I'm nodding, yes. <laughs> uh, fuck. I don't know. I really don't know. What do you think John's favorite anime is? I... I'm not sure because like like you said like John consuming manga slash anime is a very underutilized thing so like nobody ever really talks about it so it's not I don't know plus I haven't yeah, seen a I, lot of anime so like I I don't feel like I ha I can have an opinion on it I'm gonna just say it's Gurren Lagann because that was my favorite anime when I was uh, a teen when I was thirteen. Um, it's still my favorite anime. <laughs> it's a really good one. It's a really good one. And it, it came out in 2007, so it fits. Yeah, we're just going to say that. You heard it here first. John's <laughs> favorite anime is Gurren Lagann. <laughs> it's canon. We've declared it. Um, But yeah, like, I, I don't even remember any mentions besides this and the, the green slime ghost shirt being, like, a, a Japanese cartoon, like, tie-in product. Yeah. Um, I just wish there was more of it, um, because the 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 weeaboo representation Homestuck is uh, I don't know, I don't know about it, which is true to life, I guess. But we'll get to that much later. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as pushing through this conversation, um, Jade's uh reaction to John bringing up Jade Sprite interests me a little bit i i think uh it's kind of funny that as 
car cat in my eyes becomes like a real sympathetic character who is now in over his head um and as a result of his wrongdoing by some by he's gotten his comeuppance for his wrongdoing to just now just in over his head i find it interesting that his whole thing is kind of passed to jade here in a way yeah. Um, Jade being a car cat foil is something that like I completely forgot about, and it's it, it 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 I I am eager to observe this thread closely. Uh, if it goes anywhere. Yeah. Um. We get a bit. We get a big old wink, wink, nudge, nudge about um. Jade not being able to reach the god tier or not wanting to, uh, because Erdre himself was killed saving Johns, uh, way way back. Um, but now her dream self is technically alive again, uh, through Jade Sprite. But, you know, she doesn't want to. Don't worry about it. Guess it won't happen. <laughs> Too bad. Um, and, and similarly, like, with Carcat, uh, she, she's, she, she's now reluctant at the thought of it. She just doesn't, she does not want to, uh, synthesize with her past self. Yeah. Uh, which is, like, it's there. Um... Uh, Jade, at this thread of conversation, diverts the topic, uh, to WV. Um, so, John explains, uh, WV is his buddy he's been wandering around with, um, he's got the Queen's Ring, uh, and he's very possessive of it. He will not give it up. Yeah. And despite this, uh, he has faith in him, um, and he's very confident, which is very cute. I don't, I don't know why, but... But John referring to WV as a silly guy just, like, really <laughs> got to me and made me laugh really hard. It's really, really good. He's just a silly little guy. Uh, it's a very good description of WV, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jade apparently has found uh, Mom and Dad in a castle on the battlefield. Um, Having a tea party. Having a little tea party. Hope nothing bad happens. Um. And th th and then uh on here thirty four nineteen. This is the kind of conversation I think we last time we talked about how in the conversation between uh Rose and Kanaya or was no was it fucking it was Kanaya and somebody it was Jaden Kanaya um the the conversation about uh personal procreation in the shipping chart. Uh, was really weird. I feel like this is just the, the correct execution of the same concept. Yeah. Um, this is a very 13-year-old discussion between uh, John and Jade about uh, marriage and falling in love and Carcat shipping chart, where they both just kind of blow it off. Yeah. Um, and they trade very young and innocent perspectives on the prospect of John getting together with Rose, and if, uh, if he's prepared to fall in love with her, and, you know, marriage, and all that. It's very young, it's very cute. Yeah. Uh, and they, all, and, and it ends with, um, them both kind of blowing it off, because Carcat shipping chart is a load of shit, and it's a fucking MS Paint drawing made by an angry alien. <laughs> um, this feels like the, the proper way to bury the, the shipping chart thing. Great. Um, it's all in the diagram, Jade. It's all in the diagram. <laughs> My favorite line in here. But yeah, this this is this is a cute way to end it. Um, 
and uh, they <laughs> John tries to John asks Jade, uh, "How do I find my dad?" And Jade's like, "Once I get the hang of these goggles, they'll I'll, I'll help you out, but they're really complicated. Uh, so bye bye. Um, get back to the clown shit." So yeah, that's I like that. I like this pester log. It's I good. think it's very cute. Yeah, it's cute. Um, it's very uh, it's a nice little um pick me up in between all the clowns. Yeah, a bit of a breather before the very next pester log that we get. Yes. Um, this is also part of my like car cat has reached the uh the the second act of his arc at his low point and can and is now redeemable um because what happens next is that carcat messages john uh breaking the the timeline that he's established just to say hey um sorry uh i i might not make it out of this alive and i just wanted to apologize to you and your friends for being such a shitter which this is i this is like the the strongest thing for the way i'm reading this whole yeah, carcat thing yeah yeah um, it's, it's very heartfelt, and it's very humanizing for Carcat. It make me sad. I feel it, so bad yeah. for Carcat. Yeah, poor guy. Um, <laughs> I, I love that John makes WV stop honking because it's in bad taste. <laughs> Another very lovable character moment. So good. So good. Um... Okay. Uh, John attempts to get back in contact with Carcat, uh, but ends up in contact with a much previous Carcat who is still being past Carcat. And it. <laughs> it's. The humor of this is very dark interjecting this. Yeah. Because uh, this is just Carcat being old asshole Carcat. <laughs> uh, and I think that uh, for all. For how. Darkly humorous it is. It also does a very good job of highlighting the amount of growth that Carcat has done. Yeah. Because, man, slightly previous Carcat is just a dickhead. I, from, I, a, from a couple hours ago. Yeah, I don't miss him. I really, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, back to the lab. Um, oh, back boy. to the clown shit, for real. So... Um, future car we're we're, we're future Carcat again. Uh, Carcat, he attempts to retreat into the the depths of the lab, uh, dragging Solox's unconscious body with him. Um, takes a nasty fall down some stairs. It keeps happening. Uh, it times two combo combob. The, the sweet bro and hell Jeff in her like interjections in all this are like. <laughs> I, there's something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it definitely does something to the tone. I can't describe what it is, but it's definitely doing something. Yes. Yeah, I have no idea what to say about it. It, it, it doesn't ruin it. I'll say that. Um. But yeah. Uh, Solix has taken a nasty fall and has lost some teeth in the process. <laughs> um. Also, notice on this panel. Uh. It. That floor is like 3D rendered, and it's really fucking me up. Yeah, it... <laughs> it... <laughs> that is that is skew tooled as fuck, and I don't like it. Um, but uh, upon landing, Carcat uh opens up his computer uh to answer a message from Terezi. Uh, 
he's just missed her, unfortunately. Terezi uh, has contacted Karkat to let him know, hey, uh, I found Tavros dead. Um, I'm pretty convinced it's Vriska, uh, but I want to LARP a little bit about it. Um, but just so you know, it's definitely Vriska. And I am I'm leaving my glasses aside, uh, so I will conveniently not be reachable during this time. Uh, ta- uh, Karkat uh, freaks out. Um, ups- not that torn up about Tavros being dead. Uh, wants to get out of there, but is unfortunately met by Gamzee on Teresi's account. Uh, and he freaks the fuck out. Um, Solix is still out. Uh, Karkat bemoans not having somebody with awesome powers to defend them. Uh, which is really a shame. Um, tries to put his teeth back in, which is another, just like, man, Karkat's really fucked up right now. Yeah, he has completely lost a grip on everything. Like, yeah. Um, in spite of this, he manages to come up with, like, a, a half-decent idea. Uh, which is to contact Equius and to request him to just go and kill somebody, because in the absence of Solix, uh, with Gamzee and Aridin on the loose, uh, Equius is probably the best bet for high power level troll. Which is kind of unfortunate, considering Um, Equius' beliefs. It's a real shame. (laughs) Oh... Uh, this sucks. This is awful. Um, yeah. Uh, Carcat's request to uh, to Equus is very simple. Go find, um, I go find Gamzee or Aridan and or somebody and just beat him to death with your fists, please. <laughs> um, but Equus, being Equus, uh, is a absolutely enraptured uh by Gamzee's embrace of the cast of of his cast and is is conflicted about it which i believe was set up previously um there was a conversation way way back in uh hivebent i think where equius and Gamzee had a discussion and equius was equius like bemoans that Gamzee was uh like throwing away his um his birthright. Yeah. So yeah, this is that's paying off in the worst way possible right now. Um, but Equia signs off, uh, saying, you know, I'll see what I can do. I'll look into it. Um. Yeah. Man. <laughs> Yikes, dude. I I sure hope he manages to get get that clown. It sucks so bad it, for for Carcat that for all of the remaining trolls. That their best hope against Gamzee is ec- fucking Equius right now. <laughs> How unfortunate. Um, we go over to we cut back to uh or over to Terezi uh who is in the absence of her glasses um returning to the returning to the computer lab uh to just to see what's going on. Um, what she discovers is uh a lot of a lot of Kanaya's blood. Uh, everywhere, um, including spread on the transportalizer, and no dead Kanaya. Fascinating. Hmm, hmm, interesting. Inter- interesting yeah. that Karkat turned his back on the body. 
Indeed. Um, she does find uh, Feferi's body unmoved from where it was where it was left, uh, with the interesting uh, detail of uh, some fang marks and uh, green surrounded by green lipstick. Big thinker here. Uh, Terezia is unable to put two and two together, and in her attempt to pin it all on Vriska, and is just completely stumped. Which is uh, uncharacteristically dense for Teresa, I must say. Yeah. Um. I mean, she's she's functioning under the assumption that Vriska is the only one here that is a killer. So. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but still, um, that's. <laughs> Come on, Terezi. Figure something out. Um. But yeah, and then we get uh our third and final yes. Yes. alternative bound flash. Yes. <laughs> and as per usual these things, I'm gonna let you go ahead with the Viz Media version. Alright. The the Viz Media version is once again a video. It it, it is it is is shorter than the last one's ten minute video. Uh and we, we pick up with with Equius. Who is who is with Nepeta? We we saw we saw her in the reflection of his glasses a few pages ago, hmm. uh, and Equius talks to Nepeta, and Equius is he he's bummed about Aradia because she didn't tell him goodbye. Oh, Ooh, boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I wrote in my notes. I literally wrote boohoo. <laughs> Before Equis gets sympathetic, just a little bit reminder about how fucked up the Aradia thing was. Yeah, yeah, that was really fucked up. Just from just a reminder. Not cool, dude. Not cool at all. Um, Nepeta does not believe what what is being said about Gamzee. Sweet, sweet little Gamzee. He couldn't hurt a fly. She's incredulous about this. Yeah. Uh, reveal. Yeah. Uh Nepeta says that she she's more scared of Vriska and and she's creeped out by Aridin. So she she is going to stay away from them. Uh and she she's going to listen to Equius and and go hide somewhere. And fair. Which is fair. <laughs> uh and we we have a little heartfelt moment that kind of made me look really sad. Uh, it, uh, who says it? Either, I think Nepeta says it, or Equius. One of them says, see you soon. And I was like, man. Yeah, uh, Equius says, um, like, just in case, like, just in case I don't see you again, uh, goodbye. Which is just, man. Man. And, yeah. And so, then, 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 then the Viz Media player, uh, assumes control of Nepeta. Who who goes and and hides? Uh, we we get to see some of Nepeta's shipping wall. Uh, <laughs> we have some interesting ships on there. Uh, <laughs> Most of them make sense. Uh, there's like what? There's like Rose Heart Kanaya. There's like uh, <laughs> something something bothered me about about Davex Tavros. The I was gonna say the Davex Tavros one is the one that's like I I have no idea where this came from. Uh, wow, bless you. Um, because, like, all the other ones, like, make some kind of sense. Yeah. Uh, 
the the most the second most questionable one is probably Carcat Moirel Gamzee, which still makes some sense. But where does Dave Davros come from? I'm sure somebody is, out there could could like explain like where it comes from, and and how it makes sense. But 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 man, <laughs> what is going on in the Peta's little head there? Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, and then we get we get some more uh, so, some some Carcat X Nepeta OTP spotted. Yeah, we said last time that we had seen all of it, uh, which I, they've hatched this in to fuck with us. Um, but I, now we've seen all of it. Uh, and yeah, that was it. That's catnap, everybody. Crazy. Um, um, poor Nepeta. Poor Nepeta. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of poor Nepeta, she she then starts crawling through the vents. Um she she sees some fucked up shit. She she sees the uh the are you next written in Tavros's blood? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, she just peeks out of the vents every now and again and sees some sees some fucked up shit. Uh she exits uh the vents and she sees some I know it's supposed to be Kanaya's blood, but the coloring of it, I don't know if it's like it in the actual walk around, but in the video it is not the same color like at all. Yeah, it yeah, it's the same in the walk around. I believe that what happened is you can if you look on the floor there, you can see in like the there's there's like two lights shining down yeah. in that little room. Yeah. Um and if you look at the part of the floor that's not illuminated, uh it's it it's the jade color. It's the it's the jade blood color. Yeah. Um and I think that uh in the process of making this flash, Hussey just selected those areas and turned the hue up. Um, so it, it ends up looking like some, like the, like it's between Jade and Terezi or something. Yeah. Or, uh, can I and Terezi rather blood color. Okay. Give me a bit of a confusion when I saw it too. Yeah. Uh, and there's two transportalizers, one of which is disabled and the other is cleanly cut in half. So. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Weird how that happens. Uh, Nepeta then enters the final vent. Uh, at the end of which she sees something, and and it freaks her out, and then we jump back to controlling Equius. Uh, and there... I want to shout out the the audio when she go when she looks through the vent and how like the ominous honking music starts to yeah. pull in the 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 miracle sample. It's very good. It's very funny in a really fucked up way. Man, uh. With with Equius, Equius ventures off to find Gamzee. Uh, there there wasn't anything of note that that was in the video. Uh, they like basically immediately like went to Gamzee, and I don't know if there's like anything like tucked away anywhere on the Equius end. I don't find anything. Okay, but uh, he finds Gamzee. Uh, but because Gamzee is wearing Terezi's glasses, he immediately thinks it's Terezi. Uh. And they have a they have a bit of a back and forth, uh, and, and then he realizes that it's Gamzee, and uh, the entire time Gamzee's like demanding that he kneels, and it, it ends with Gamzee pulling back on on an arrow and, and firing it. Yeah. To his credit, Equius attempts to de-escalate. It just goes poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
yeah, this Flash uh, is probably the most uh, content-packed of the three, uh, despite being, like, lengthwise the... Not the shortest, because the last one was really short. But this one has some stuff I want to talk about in it. Um, I gotta say, uh, the, the dialogue between Nepeta and Equius has... Is, is a lot more sympathetic to Equius than we've seen previously. Yeah, yeah. I I was gonna say like it it seems very different from like earlier exchanges that we've seen between the two of them, and at this point it like makes me like more understanding of them as Moirails. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm being gaslit into not, like, hating Equus <laughs> with every fiber of my being a little bit. Um, I wanna, like, I wanna call out that, uh, like, when talking about how Gamzee has, uh, gone crazy and how as a, uh, Equus attributes that, uh, as a, as a purple blood, uh, Gamzee, uh, as the highest of the land-dwelling highbloods, Gamzee is the, is most uh predisp- predisposed to being unpredictable and violent which is I'm making the I'm making the weird champ face a little bit um <laughs> but he closes that thought with um that uh he's very lucky to have Nepeta as a Moirail which is the most like uncharacteristically thoughtful thing coming from him um, it's very, it, it, it comes across as very, like, selfless, because he's, like, commenting, like, okay, yeah, Gamzee's gone crazy, and he's going to murder everybody, and he's like, man, it's a good thing that I am kept in check and that everyone else is safe from me, which is, like, way too self-aware for this character. Yeah. Um, I... I gotta throw this one of the Equius likers because it is an admirable thought. Yeah. Um, even if it doesn't doesn't seem to really uh, fit in the previous pattern of this character, but like you know what, I'll give him I'll give him the point. Um, he loses uh, like a hundred other points. Uh, just how horny <laughs> he is talking about uh, talking about the topic. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Nepeta says that before she, like, during her last nap, uh, on, on Durs, um, she saw Godseer Aradia, and Aradia, uh, said that she would see Equius soon. Um, which is a little bit ominous. Yeah. Considering what is about to happen. Um, what else? I don't think I, where, do I have anything else? Um... Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I'm shocked that in the in the part of when you're when you're playing as Equus, there's like in the lab, there's like a a giant like freaky muscled horse beast chess piece knight thing. Yeah, and I'm shocked that there's no that you can't like interact with that as Equus and like have him be horny in a dialogue box. You can't do that. So fucked up. I really dropped the ball here, hussy from ten years ago. What the fuck? But yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I had for that. Um, weird, weirdly sympathetic send off for Equius, because uh, what follows is uh, it does not go well. Yeah. <laughs> 
the the arrow pierces Equius's leg. He's brought to his knees. Um, um I I just want to say, uh, uh-oh. I wrote in my notes. I wrote, haha, arrow in, arrow to the knee reference. Oh fuck off! But then I realized this this update like predates Skyrim, so it's not an arrow to the knee reference. It's not, but it's close because I think was this twenty? This was twenty. This was very early twenty eleven. Yeah, and Skyrim came out in twenty eleven. Yeah, so it's close. Freak coincidence. Yeah, we could talk about another Skyrim freak coincidence when it rolls around because there's <laughs> another there's another Homestuck Skyrim coincidence. Uh, with X6. I want to make it. I, I want to make it very clear to all younger listeners. Um. Skyrim does not reference Homestuck. the The line "arrow to the knee" in Skyrim is referencing uh, uh it, it's a similar root because I believe that it, when it's used in Skyrim, it's an expression for getting married. Yeah, as in like took an arrow to the knee, like in this situation, and and kneeling, like as in proposing. Yeah. Uh, so do not get any ideas about the influence of this comic in 2011. It was big. <laughs> But it wasn't enough to influence a game that was probably that had probably gone goal already by this yeah, point. Yeah, Todd Howard did not read Homestuck. That's such a fucked up thought, though. <laughs> Todd Howard, if you're listening, like, give us a DM. We'll have you on the show. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Equius does literally take an arrow to the knee. Is is forced to kneel. Uh, Gamzy. Walks up to him, snaps the bow, strangles him, and Equius comes and dies. <laughs> he sure does. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Whatever that was but a sympathetic send-off, just a reminder this character's a weird little freak. Uh, he dies, he goes out with a smile on his face. That's so fucked up. Man. Um, Come on. And it gets even more fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Because, okay, uh, dear God, I was, like, reading this, and I was like, I know what's gonna happen, but Jesus yeah. Christ, Nepeta, please don't jump out of the vents. You don't have to jump out of the vents. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that, um, this happens, like, pages after Dream Nepeta gets brutalized in S-Wake, and it's it, this... Poor Nepeta, dude. Nepeta did not deserve the treatment that she got in Homestuck. She deserves so much. Absolutely. I am on board with the poor Nepeta shit now. Just she did not deserve this. Um yeah, she jumps out of the vent. Uh Gamzy does a sweet prone hell Jeff turn. The, the, I, I got it as fucked up as the sequence is, the Gamzy turning gif is like one of the funniest gifts out of Homestuck. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, this also goes poorly. Uh, thankfully we are spared the spectacle of, uh, Nepeta's death, and instead we see, we see Gamzee grab her claw and scrape himself across the face like he's the Joker. Uh, which, which fulfills what we saw with him witnessing Jade Sprite being created, because he had the claws on his face and there was no explanation for it. But here we are. Yeah. Yep. Nepeta fucked him up a bit. The physical deformities have matched up. Um, but yeah, uh, we are spared this sight of whatever proceeds because Gamzee just gets real blurry and approaches the screen. 
Punk. I, I, I forgot that Blurry Gamzy was like it had an effect in, in, in this insofar as this <laughs> fucked up. Um, yeah, we don't see Nepeta die, but uh, thank God. I, I <laughs> yeah, that would have hurt. It. it happens. Um, and then uh, we get a comical cutaway. Um, you're wrong for this, hussy. This is fucked up. Get a comical cutaway to a beep in a wrecked car, and that's where the that's where our page excerpt ends. Wow, what a reading! I have once again misjudged how much we would talk about the content. You also, you also wrong for this. This is fucked. It is fucked. I. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Damn clown shit. It. Man, now now that we now that we've finished the the page range i i once again not not only misjudged how much we were going to talk about the content but i cut it off right before a giant lore dump like like how i did with with the rose and dave talk you fucking idiot i i, I am a fucking idiot we could have ended on like this huge lore dump from from vriska and it would have been great we would have filled at least like 40 minutes talking about it but here we are i fucked up I, <laughs> you're gonna say you're gonna say that, and then next time we're gonna get it done in like fifteen yeah, minutes, yeah, and the, then we're gonna have another hour episode. It happens. <laughs> it it happens. But yeah, um, how many down? Is episode two more down? Yes. How many trolls are alive? Um, Terezi. We got Carcats. Car- we got Carcat, Solix, Terezi. Obviously, Vriska, Aridan, and Gamzy. Got your radios out there somewhere. Already is out there somewhere. Um, Kanaya is MIA uh, or missing in inaction, I guess. Um, but Fairy is very dead. Nepeta is very dead. Equis is very dead. Uh, man, Hussy sure is killing off characters. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a bloodbath. This Act Five, Act Two, just it 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 starts going. Um. And it, I'm hesitant to say it ever stops, uh, really. I think that the floodgates are now opened on major character death. Yes. Um, Gamzee's still out there, Aridan's still out there, uh, Vriska's still out there, although I think we can attribute, I think we can attribute Vriska killing Tavros to a personal beef, and that she's probably not a danger to anybody else, hopefully, probably. Um, but, uh... Yeah, we got uh the we got the the crazy Nazi incel is going on his murder spree and we got just Gamzy going Joker mode. <laughs> it's not good on the media right now. Man. Yeah, I I don't have any like serious thoughts except for the the way the Equus goes out still interests me. Um just the I think it's a shame that the most clear-cut example of a Moira of a of a functioning and healthy Moira relationship like shows itself for two seconds before both of them die. And I think that's really unfortunate. Yeah. Pain. Yeah. Um Here we are once again at an hour long episode. <laughs> do do we cut off now or do we fill for fill for an hour and a half? 
I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to, like, think back on uh, this reading and, like, if there's really anything uh, super impactful. But I feel like there's not really. Um, do, like, what do, you, what do you think about uh, Carcat uh, and his his uh, reverse heel turn? I... I, I, I am notice him noticing him becoming the car cat that I know and love and have been familiar with since like twenty fifteen. Like the car cat mm-hmm. I'm used to. And I'm I'm liking it, but but man. Takes a lot to shock him into that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's good that I, I, I think that it's good that uh well, I don't want to say it's good, because he's obviously traumatized right now. He's trying to put t- the teeth back into his best friend's mouth, which is, like, I don't know if it's, like, intentionally, like, that is a very classic, like, extremely traumatized person just doing anything yeah. to fix something. Yeah. Fix a very bad situation. Um, but it, I guess it's, it's, it's... It's good that Karkat is becoming a sympathetic character. Um, and in, a, in, like, a fucked up way also, it occurs to me that, like, Gamzee being shown the Miracles music video is, like, an indirect consequence of Karkat's poor leadership. Because it's a result of, uh, like, Gamzee just going and trolling Dave unsupervised. Yeah. And I, 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 I don't want to lay the blame on anybody in particular, but it's, it feels like if, had Carcat, um, one, well, this is, this is the part where inevitability gets in the way, but, like, had Carcat taken the whole situation more seriously, he might, it might have occurred to him to have not, uh, to have taken steps to prevent that from happening. Um, Gamzee being exposed to anything besides, uh, Sober slime and like normal clown shit. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know if it's intentional that this is Karkat's act like bad leadership coming to bite him in the ass, but it certainly feels like it on a broad sense, if not directly, uh, because it's just his team falling apart. But yeah, um, I the th- I. I like the direction that Karkat's arc is now taking, even if he's having a rough one right now. Yeah. I'm also, like, desensitized this because I've seen all of these characters die already. I know that this happened. This is one of those things in Act 5, Act 2 you don't really forget. Yeah, um, th- there's a very unfortunate phenomena with with new Homestuck readers that, that I've noticed recently because Nepeta, p- poor, poor dear sweet Nepeta, she doesn't get much screen time in Homestuck, but yeah. I would say she's probably one of the most posted about characters in Homestuck. Because Absolute fan favorite character. Yeah, cat girl. She's cute. She's great. Um, I've seen people go into Homestuck like excited for Nepeta, and then <sighs> they get to this, and it all comes crashing down around them. Yeah, you can really count the, uh, the Nepeta, um, chats, like, preceding this on your fingers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
Uh, very unfortunate. Even back in the day, Nepeta was very, very popular. I, I don't know it for a fact, but I'm going to go out and limb and just make a guess that, like, back when Tumblr ask blogs were popular, they were probably the most for Nepeta. Yeah. She was a very, she's a, she is and always has been a very liked character, and it's tragic to be reminded of how short-lived she is in the comic and how badly she's treated. Pain. Yeah. Pain. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything else. Uh, shit. Lucky for you, I have something that I want to talk about that's relevant. Oh? It's relevant. Oh? It's relevant to everything going on right now. Um. I'm sure. I'm sure all of us here are are familiar with hit gaming craze uh, among us. Uh, yeah. Um. I'm not played it. But I'm aware of it. it. It's a fun game. It's it's pretty fun. Uh, I don't doubt it. I found out recently that that it is potentially Homestuck propaganda. No. Yes. Go on. Um, I saw a post. It, it start it started with like one post. Somebody was like, "Haha, guys! Uh, the gameplay of Among Us is basically like like everything that happened on the meteor in in Homestuck." Because, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, parallels a little bit, um, and then someone did some similar di- setting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're 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 out in space. Uh, you have a crew. You're all different colors. Um, one 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 of you, or two of you, or three of you, uh, are going around killing everybody. Um, but yeah, and and you got to figure it out as your friends die. <laughs> yes. Um, someone did some digging, and. I didn't know this. Uh, a few people knew, knew this, but Among Us is developed by uh, the developers of uh, a Flash series called Henry Stickman, and I don't know if you've ever played it. I uh, back in the day when they were coming out, I watched Markiplier play them, and that's my exposure to them. But in, in that game, uh, there is an achievement that is a Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff reference. <laughs> And it's just flat out like like the name of the the achievement is uh bump, and the the the, oh. the the image for the achievement is just flat out uh here I'll put it in, I'll put it in our chat right there uh yeah that's just hella Jeff. yeah that, yeah um and then somebody else pointed out that the the selection of colors in, in, in Among Us. Uh, line up dangerously well with with certain notable colors in in Homestuck, uh, particularly the God Tears. I, I've sent the image in chat. Uh, I'll probably post it when the when this episode gets posted. But mm-hmm. but man, those colors kind of crazy, hmm. kind of interesting. Interesting, very interesting. Uh, I'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second and say that. Super on Hell Jeff was a very ubiquitous thing. There are many documented cases of uh, creators referencing Homestuck without realizing it, or referencing Super on Hell Jeff without knowing its connection. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Wayne Radio TV is is has done that before. Like he loves yes. Super on Hell Jeff, but has no interaction with Homestuck besides that. <laughs> yeah, um, there's there's many instances of this. Um, but that, that's a persuasive uh, argument. Um, that's very... 
very interesting, we'll say. Um, I, I I think I said even earlier this episode, you know, Homestuck may not have the reach that it has now, but that's that's a little bit chilling. Um, some things may, some things <laughs> never change. Yeah. Uh, the 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 scary thing now is like people who like grew up like consuming Homestuck. Uh, a lot of them are like entering spaces where they can like create and are gaining traction. And I wonder like how many how many Homestuck references are gonna like start cropping up in in media over the next like decade. Ah, <laughs> uh, too many. Um, but encountering encountering something vague enough to maybe be a Homestuck reference in the wild is always a chilling experience. Um, it's, it's like, do you know? Or is this some kind of freak accident? It's like that post that's like, the fate of, the, the, the nature of the world is that every, na- like, every couple of years someone just tries to invent Homestuck again. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I, I, I can never tell you doing this on purpose or not, because either way you're freaking me out a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, that's really funny. Um, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, and, and, and a bit chilling. Can never escape. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't have anything else. I don't have anything um, else either. I, I all I have is is guilt and remorse over not picking more pages. Uh, <laughs> what what range have you decided next week for us? Uh, do do I want to say the range or do I want to keep keep talking about other things that aren't homestuck? Um, I, I'm gonna say go ahead and say the range. Um, but what if I don't want to? Like, legally, you can't. You can't make me say it. I mean, we don't have to release an episode. We, <laughs> we, this could just stay on the drive unedited. Uh, what if we had a, a potluck page range next week? We all just pick our own page range and just see what we come back with. <laughs> Are you just bullshitting because you haven't figured it out yet? Are you trying to, no, like, No, I, I, I figured it out. I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing around. Uh... <laughs> God... No, I have a page range. It's uh, we're gonna read to thirty-five sixty-eight next week. Thirty-five sixty-eight. It's a uh, hundred and four right. pages, which right. may or may not be enough. I I think I remember like a bunch of words being in this one. Okay, hopefully they're words that mean. Hopefully they're words that we can dig into. Yeah. Because some, I feel like we're at the point now where like sometimes a lot of words means uh we gotta dig into it and sometimes a lot of words is, is like oh we've seen these two characters talk plenty of times and yeah. this is nothing new yeah uh but yeah okay um 3568 uh cool we're getting really dangerously close to cascade here we I'm are worried. i i am thinking about it like every day i i think we might get to it like hmm next month month after if we... If we get to Cascade, like, around Christmas, that will be the perfect Christmas present. Yeah, that'd be... <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have to stagger out the episode releases so that Cascade drops as soon as Christmas to possible. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm gonna say just take it to the close. Uh, That's fine with me. Alright, um, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, you've been listening to a Homestuck podcast. I am Aiden. I'm John. Um, I want to give a big shout out as always to our beautiful listeners, uh, for sticking around and listen to us, uh, go on and on about bullshit every week. Uh, it's really cool that people want to listen to us do this. 
shout out to, as always, to our beautiful, wonderful editor, Alex, uh, who makes everything we do possible. Uh, I believe that as we speak, he is constructing a new PC, so we're not going to run out of drives, of, of disk space for all of our podcast audio. So also, a shout out to him for actually archiving all of this uh, in, a, in a hard format, because Drive does... Google Drive is not big enough to host the entirety of the audio for this thing. This thing is a behemoth. Yeah. There's a fucking lot of audio. Um, but yeah, uh, catch us again next week uh, with 3463 through 3568. Yeah. Uh, see you guys. See ya. We got a theory. You see, Mike, we got a theory about magic and miracles. That's right. That's right. Music is a lot like love. It's all a feeling and it fills the room from the floor to the ceiling. I see miracles all around me. Stop and look around. It's all astounding. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets, how do they work? And I don't wanna talk to a scientist. Y'all motherfuckers lying and getting me pissed. Solar eclipse and vicious weather. 15,000 juggalos together. And I love my mom for giving me this time on this planet. Take nothing for granted. I seen a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. Miracles ain't nothing to lie. Shaggy's little boys look just like Shaggy. And my little boy looks just like Daddy.